This is a Beggy Sisa podcast. We only work with sex workers. And if the whole community should know that it is a sex worker clinic, a lot of the sex workers won't come. Would they teach us how to drink your tablets if you are sick with HIV? If you are not sick, they give you prep. They tell you things to do. How do you provide health services to sex workers in a country where the trade is illegal? Welcome to this edition of the Bekesiso Center for Health Journalism's podcasts. I'm Mia Malan. Sex work is criminalized in South Africa. It makes workers reluctant to visit clinics because they're scared they might get arrested. But in Hillbrow in Johannesburg, there's a government clinic where sex workers can feel safe. Our reporter Paul McNally visited the facility to uncover how workers get access to HIV services and how staff work with pimps, brothels and the police to make that possible. Masejo Rachlacha is voicing this report. This is the Esselen Street Clinic in Hillbrow, Johannesburg. It's 8 o'clock and already packed with people. We take the last available seat in the clinic and wait. We're here to see Rochelle Hendricks. She's a project manager at the Witz Reproductive Health and HIV Institute. The institute helps to run a sex worker project at the government facility. But it turns out the clinic is the wrong place for us. Hendricks comes to show us where we need to be. Hi, how are you? We walk next door to a large, unmarked room. Ah, it's nice and quiet, yeah. There's a queue of about 20 plastic chairs in the center. It's relatively quiet, and people are being served much quicker than next door. The facility serves a special population. We only work with sex workers. And if the whole community should know that it is a sex worker clinic, a lot of the sex workers won't come. Rochelle Hendricks is friendly and efficient. The clinic has to make it as easy as possible for sex workers to get health services. Otherwise, they simply won't use the facility. Sex workers need ways to protect themselves against HIV. And those who are HIV positive need treatment. Female sex workers are far more likely to be infected with HIV than other women. This is because they have more sexual partners and experience more violence. In Johannesburg, almost three quarters of female sex workers are HIV positive, a 2014 survey has found. But it isn't enough that the clinic exists and its services are free. Hendricks and her team first needed to gain the trust of sex workers. So how sex workers knows about the clinic is we have peer educators. So peer educators are either current or former sex workers themselves. So they are the ones who actually introduce us to the sex workers and make the sex workers trust us more as well. We are the ones who educate them about the use of condoms and the importance of health and taking care of themselves. Fezega Tofela is one of the peer educators. She's responsible for 40 sex workers. As peer educators, we approach them without notion that we will say that I'm always or also once a sex worker so I understand what you're going through and then we do emphasize the confidentiality that nobody has to know. The peer educators know how and when to approach the sex workers and what lingo to use when talking to them. Um, mangumba or something like that. What yeah, is that? that is 
referring to another sex worker. Okay. Yeah. What is that word? Mangomba. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Peer educators go on outreach excursions to brothels. They use a sex worker who visits the clinic as a contact person to introduce them to a new brothel. Hendrix says brothels mostly look like bars. When you go in, you'll find men drinking. There'll be girls walking in between, and these girls are actually selling sex. Right. And then that will be, for instance, on your ground floor level. And then when you go one floor up and two floors up, that is where the rooms are. So that is where um, the sex workers will then work from. Okay, and they live there as well? Some of the sex workers will live in these rooms. Um, other brothels don't allow them to live over there, so they will just rent like on a daily basis. They will pay rent for that room. Clinic workers have also had to gain the trust of brothel owners. Otherwise, they wouldn't be able to work from within the establishments. So they will give us a time. So they will say, can you please come at 12 and be out by 2? Because at 2, it's when we are picking up clients. Or they will say, for instance, on a Friday, please don't come at all on a Friday because we're busy throughout the day. Okay. And what is that interaction like? I mean, is that sort of relationships you have to build over time with the brothel owners, I imagine? When, you, when we identify a new brothel, it's not easy for the brothel owners to just trust us as well. Mm. So it is relationships that we have to build over time and maintain over time. A lot of them are, in the beginning are skeptical um, as we know that sex work is not legal in South Africa. So we have to come, sometimes you have to go like continuously or phone them continuously and say that we just want to provide health services. Because um, they think that you're gonna... We're gonna report them to the police. Them, yeah. Yes. Tracy is a sex worker who uses the clinic. Tracy isn't her real name, she wants to remain anonymous. She has short hair and wears a velvet green dress. It costs Tracy 10 rand to get to the clinic in a taxi from where she stays. She's originally from Zimbabwe and started working on the street after her husband died in 2014. She first came to the clinic when she fell ill in 2016. At the clinic, Tracy tested HIV positive. The staff put her on antiretroviral treatment. For Tracy's colleagues who test HIV negative, the clinic has free HIV prevention pills, also known as PrEP. If PrEP is taken daily, it can drastically reduce someone's chances to contract the virus. Well, they teach us how to drink your tablets if you are sick with HIV. Mm. If you are not sick, they give you PrEP. They tell you things to do. The narrative from Hendrix and her team is that sex work is a job like any other. It's a way to earn money for food and school fees. Some peer educators say sex work is a way to make money fast, but Tracy says her reality is different. The market is saturated. On this business now we are a lot of people. We are a lot. To get a man, it's not easy now. You mean there is a lot of sex workers? Yes, oh. yeah, we are too much. Like the place where I'm staying, we are more. Sometimes Tracy earns as little as 20 rand per client. She has three kids, but she can't afford to send them to school. Not even her eldest child, who is 11. They are not, now it's not because going to school because hey, things they are tough. I can't lie mm. to my side. I can't lie, things they are tough. The clinic's team has nurses who assist sex workers. They help them to get pap smears and also administer their HIV treatment or give them HIV prevention pills if they're HIV negative. All right, my name is Lindy Remalindi. I work as a professional nurse here. I initiate um, antiretrovirals, initiate PrEP. 
But this doesn't come without challenges. We go to different brothels, right? Okay, uh, we'll test, we'll initiate. The most important thing, we have to retain them into the services. Like, we don't want to lose them. We want them to continue on, on art. We'll initiate maybe in place A. The following month when you go there, you'll find that they're no longer there because they change brothels. The clinic team also helps to protect sex workers from their own clients. Studies show gender-based violence rates among sex workers are sky high. Clients often mistreat them, says peer educator Tofela. And research shows violent sex is more likely to result in HIV infection than non-violent sex. Some of them, they do get raped by clients. Some of them, they will have clients that are abusive. Some of them, they will have clients that are just there to just have sex with them and then they leave without paying. Some of them, they face challenges of not having money to pay rent where they work because they have to pay rent where they work first. Wow. Even the, the PIMS, some of them, they do know how to speak with the PIMS. So we first go to approach the PIMS first and then try to make them understand the importance of the clinic or the importance of the health that the ladies do need. Hendricks and her team have had to form bonds with the local police. We have tried to sensitize the police to sex work issues. Um, we know that sex workers do have rights as well. And them confiscating condoms from sex workers is actually imposing on that right that they actually do have. Is that a thing that they do? It used to be. Jeez. It used to be. Um, a lot of our sex workers are also undocumented. So we have, for instance, brothels where it will be raided and sex workers will be taken because they are in the country illegal. So we have a lot of brothels being closed down and then that also becomes an issue for us because now you don't know where these sex workers are mm. and you have them on ARVs. And especially like recently when we had the xenophobic attacks happening, a lot of the sex workers also went into hiding. That was Rochelle Hendricks from the Esalen Clinic in Hillbrow, ending that report by Masejo Rachlacha. The script and interviews were done and recorded by our reporter Paul McNally. Danny Boyson handled the sound editing. And I'm Mia Milan from Bekasisa, saying goodbye until next time. This was a Pegasus podcast.